house. Ooh, Malik. Oh, give me the Malik. It's time for Malik Presents. Welcome to episode nine. Nine, Nina nine. The solo episode featuring just Mr. Malik himself. Today, I will be talking about a movie that's really near and dear to my heart. A movie that's changed my life for the better. It's a 2006 movie that I never thought I would see. Never did not appeal to me at all. Um, Based on the cover, based on the story, just didn't seem like something I would be into. It's called Peaceful Warrior. And it's based on a book by Dan Millman called Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And it's based on a true story. Uh, There's some parts that are true that actually happened to him. And then there's actually other parts that are fictional. Um, But I, I just, this movie is just, it's such a, it's one of those movies that you watch and everything that happens in the movie, everything that's said is like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, like just opens your eyes. And then when you think you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like that's it, like that's the highlight. The next line that comes up, that's really good. And then the next thing that he lessons he learned, that's really good. And then he takes someone something else. I You feel like you're the char- the main character, um, which is a, a, a Scott Malkowitz. Scott Melklowitz. Nick Nolte, Amy Smart, those are the people that are in it. But Scott Melkowitz plays um, Dan Millman, who's, um, you know, the, who the character, the author of the book. And he goes to Cal Berkeley, and he's a gymnast. He does the rings. I don't even like gymnastics. I have no interest in gymnastics at all. Maybe I like watching the Olympics when it's like the girls doing the gymnastics, like they're like, they do those amazing things and they're like, you know, um, they're really young, but they're just like super do like these flips and all this really cool stuff. But I really have no interest in like seeing guys doing stuff on the rings or the, the pummel horse. I have no interest in that at all. So to watch a movie about male gymnastics didn't really catch me. I don't even remember why I even ended up seeing this movie. I must've had it on. I must've, it must've come on, um, on TV or maybe I rented it or I don't remember exactly. Maybe it was on Netflix. Um, but anyways, I watched the movie and, um, I highly encourage you to watch the movie if you're ready. If you are not ready for this movie, you can watch it and it didn't get a very good score on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm looking at it right now on IMDb. It's got a 40 meta, meta score of 40. Um, Nick Nolte's kind of hard to understand in the movie. He talks like this and he doesn't really open his mouth too much and a lot of of mumbling. A lot of old God mumbling. Wish it would have been a little more clear. Um, you know, his, he goes by Socrates is the character's name. And, um, he's, he's just like a lot of wisdom, a lot of wisdom. I want to go over, um, in this episode, I want to go over just some of the lessons so some of what you can expect in this movie. And you're like, is this movie for me? I don't really like male gymnastics. But Malik watched it, and he says it's this good movie and stuff. You got to watch it. And if you if you watch the movie and you are and you feel like I do, where like everything that comes up is like lesson learned. Oh, that's good. That's good. I want to put that into my life. I want to use this. And I want to also stress this for those religious and non-religious people out there. Um, sometimes I get turned off a little bit if the movie has uh, too much of a religious tone to it. 
like they're really preaching to you or, you know, it's not a lot of like religious, you know, uh, connotations or religious uh, intonations into it. Um, it doesn't. It's not religious at all. Um, it doesn't mention anything about religion. It's not. Um, but it's it's just really good. So there's something that happens at the very end of the movie, and it kind of. Um, I think that I think this encaps- encapsulates the movie itself, and that is the num- the favorite lesson. The number one lesson is that there are no ordinary moments. And let me tell you, my life. I've been places and done things that I didn't think I would ever do. I I had the dream of becoming a teacher. I went through a lot to get there. A lot. A lot of failure, a lot of mistakes, a lot of uh, you know, triumphs, a lot of achievements, a lot of successes. But they've all got me to where I'm at right now, which is recording this podcast and you listening to it. Um so, I mean, that's no ordinary moments. There's always something going on that's important. You know, this is, kind of comes from the, the phrase, of, you know, take time to smell the roses. Take time to enjoy the moment that you're in. You know, just take it all in. I, I've, I've been recently wanting to go to Disneyland. Uh, you ever been to Disneyland by yourself? It sounds lonely and kind of a little bit depressing, but but uh, I've been watching these videos on YouTube about you know this guy that goes to Disneyland. Sometimes you know he has you know he has a wife and uh, you know friends that he goes with, but sometimes he he just wants to go by himself. He wants to do his own thing, and he just wants to let Disneyland happen to him. He just wants to go there and like watch the people and just enjoy the views, the scenery, just enjoy just being there. You know at the at the park and. Um, and that's one thing that as I've become older, I've just really, uh, I've just really learned to enjoy just uh, being there uh, wherever I'm at, whether it's a concert or just being at home or walk, going for a walk outside, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, I just really just take it all in and just really enjoy being there and just taking everything all in. And that's, uh, that goes, you know, the thing I hate the most is, you know, seeing people on their phones all the time, you know, you see, you go to a restaurant and you look around and like four people are sitting there and they're all on their phones. It's like they're not really in the moment because they're just like on their phones. They're not like interacting with anyone. You know, you can be on your phone at home, but you can only be at that restaurant with those people in that moment at that time. So take advantage of it. I mean, life, that's life. Life happens around other people and life happens by yourself. But I mean, just, just you know, be on your phone in front of someone I think is, is really rude. Um, I've been on uh, on dates before, and I never have my phone out. You know, um, I'm I'm uh, also known for being on a date, and when I get a phone call, I don't take it. I'm invested in the moment with that person. It's unless it's an emergency, I don't need to be on the phone. I don't need to take any phone calls while I'm with you know hanging out with someone or on a date or anything like that. Um, I'm gonna go over just a few other ones. Another one that's really good is a. Uh, talking about um the, you know the when where what why all that stuff there's a, there's a scene at the end this doesn't give anything away so there's no spoilers um but the, the the you hear him go where are you and he goes here what time is it now what are you this moment i mean just think about the the impact of those words are you living in the past? Are you living in the future? Are you thinking, um, are you, you know, you're, you got to live now. You're in the now. You can think about the future. You can reflect on the past to have a better now. I mean, that's the whole point, right? 
What time is it? You're living in the moment. You're living in the now. What are you this moment? You're not any other moment. Here's try this. Next time that you have a conversation with someone, try this. Try listening to what they're saying and not thinking about what you're going to say next. Try it. It will blow your mind how much you think you listen to someone, but you really don't because you're thinking about what you're going to say next. And this happens more often with people that you don't know. When there's people that you don't know, you're really trying to like not have awkward silences and you're really trying to contribute something funny. Maybe you want the person to like you. So you want to sound up something, you want to say something cool, something smart, something funny. You want to be witty. Just be yourself, you know, just, just listen to the person. You know, they have, you've heard of active listening. When you're actively listening, you're just repeating what they said back to you so they know that you were listening to them. Try doing that, but actually try, that even, that'll even help you listen to the person better. You know, and who doesn't want to be around other people that are actually listening to them and like making comments about what they say, not about something that you want to say. You don't have any kind of hidden agendas. Um, let's see what else. There's another one that I really like. Um, oh, this one's good. This kid wants to win a gold medal, right? He wants the gold in the Olympics. And Socrates tells him, if you don't get what you want, you suffer. If you get what you want, you still suffer. So here's the meaning behind this. So if you don't get what you want, you suffer. If you don't get the car that you want or the house that you want or the boyfriend or girlfriend that you want or you don't you know, lose the weight that you want, you don't get what you want, you suffer because you didn't get it. But even when you do get it, when you're striving and you get it, and in this case, you're talking about the gold medal. You can't take the gold medal with you. The, the gold medal is just a thing. It's just an object. It's just something that you have. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, there's a part in the movie where he talks about having these. There's the life has three rules. Rule number one: paradox. Life is a mystery. Don't waste your time trying to figure it out. Number two: humor. Keep a sense of humor, especially about yourself. It is a strength beyond all measure. And change. Know that nothing ever stays the same. I love these three rules. These three rules are awesome. I mean, they just really talk about this life in general. Like, don't sweat the small stuff. Paradox. Life is a mystery. Don't waste time trying to figure it out. Don't try to find them. Just do. Just live in the moment. And don't waste your time trying to figure out why this is the way it is or why. Just, you know, do be in the moment. And humor. If you can't laugh at yourself, if you're going to get that uptight and that offended about someone making fun of you, then that's, you, you got to be able to let it go. Just let it go. And and then change. You know, we all like change and some of us don't like change. Most of us, I would say, probably don't like change. We want things to stay the same. We like the way it is. Don't mess with it. But just know that like you're going to get older. You're going to be in different relationships. You're going to have different type of friendships. You're going to probably live in a different place. You're going to have a different car. I mean, things in your life are going to change for the better, right? I mean, it's hard to see this, but like everything gets better. And people, I think the main thing that uh, a lot of people think about is age. When I get older, everything goes downhill. But when you get older, things get better. You're wiser. You're smarter. Better, growner, faster, stronger. Da, 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 don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. Yeah, yeah. See, Kanye knows. Kanye has seen this movie. Kanye knows about Kim Kardashian. He's he knows what he's doing. 
Um, don't fall into the trap. If I only had this, I'd be happy. This is a, this is a huge one. I remember one of my college professors told me this, uh, you can't be one of those, um, when I get a better car, then I'll be happy when I get a, when I get a house. And the reason that this is not good, it's good to have goals. It's good to have goals. Get a, get a, some sort of a car, get a place to live. But, and you know, you can want, you know, a bigger house for, you know, if you have a family and stuff, all that, you know, you can grow into things, but you can't think I'm going to be happy when I get this, when I get this, I will be happy. You have to be happy now. You have to be happy now. I think one of the toughest ones is weight. Some people want to, I would say most people want to lose weight. Some people want to gain weight, right? I'll be happy when I lose weight. When I lose weight, then I'll be happy. You got to be happy now. You're happy now with yourself, knowing that you can do whatever you want. You can lose weight. You cannot lose weight. You can, you know, you really can do whatever you want. And so you just, I think you got to be happy now with what you have. And anything else is extra. Anything else is gravy. I think it's the, you know, another tough one is uh, kids. I remember I was in college and they said, a teacher was like, so uh, how many kids do you want or whatever? And there were some students that said, I want to have one boy and one girl, or I want two girls. I want two boys. Like you don't get to pick that. You know, you're lucky if you can, you can a have a healthy child. B the sex is random. So if you're hoping for a boy and you get a girl, then you're setting yourself up to be a little disappointed, you know, maybe not disappointed. Maybe it's just a preference, but still, I mean, just that, that's like something that to have a healthy child or just a child in general is like, is is a gift. It's extra. You're lucky if you get that. You're lucky if you find someone that's, that's compatible with you, someone that's good for you. You can date anyone, you can marry anyone, anyone can have a kid, but you know, is it going to last? You know, really when you're focused on yourself and you're, and you are who you are and you know who you are, then you're a better, you're setting yourself up for better relationships in your life, friends and romantic relationships. Um, let's see. I don't want to go on too long about this, uh, but it's good. It's good stuff. I can't help it. Um, the people that are hardest to love are probably the ones that need it the most. That is tough. That's tough. You don't like someone. You don't want to hang out with them. You don't want to do things for them. But those are the people that probably need it the most. You know, and that's really hard to do. I mean, why would you want negative people in your life? You know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I think this is really more in the sense of like, uh, maybe your interactions with just, you know, meeting someone, maybe a stranger, someone that cut you off or, you know, that's why when I'm driving, you know, I let people in when I'm going somewhere, it's, it's not, it's not me first, you know, go ahead. You know, I don't let anyone walk all over me, but at the same time, and you know, if I'm, if I, if I'm coming next to someone and they can, I'll open the door for them, you know, go ahead, you know, um, take out the trash. Clear your mind of everything you don't need. For example, what's in your head that's trash? Let me give you an example. Doubt, past failures, future victories, anything that's keeping you from the moment. Trash is anything that keeps you from the only thing that matters, which is the moment, which is right here and now. There's a scene where he um, he wants to tell him like how to take the trash out, but he doesn't know how to do it. So he's up on a bridge 
and they, uh, Socrates is on a bridge with him. Then he gets him and he throws him over the bridge <laughs> into the water on the college campus. It's not deep water. I mean, he's not injured. It's he's okay. And uh, <laughs> he sees him and then, he, you know, the kid's all wet. He's upset and everything. And he, Socrates is walking away. And, and then he goes, uh, hey, where you, did you take the trash out? And he goes, let me ask you a question. When you were, uh, when you were falling over the edge, uh, what were you thinking about? Were you thinking about what you're going to eat for lunch? Were you thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow? And he goes, no, I was just thinking that I was falling over the, over the bridge. And he goes, yeah, you even had a word for it. Ah, that's in the moment. Now he's focused on right then and there, you know, I mean, that's, um, that's being in the moment, you know, if you could live that way, I mean, if you could just, it, it's, it takes practice. Believe me, it takes practice to do these things. It's not like a light switch where you just do it. And now all of a sudden you're living in the moment every second, you know, I mean, these things take time. They take time to do, you know, you're constantly practicing this method, this, this way of living the way of the peaceful warrior. I remember he said, well, wh- why are, why are you a peaceful warrior? He said, because the battles we fight are within within ourselves those are the battles that we fight the battle to stay in the moment to not be you know distracted by anything else and ladies and gentlemen there are a lot of distractions out there there are some of them are good some of them are entertaining some of them are just distractions you ever find yourself on youtube and you're in the youtube spiral you're just watching this video and then you watch the next one next thing you know this one listen to the spiral that i'm into right now this is what i got into and i never thought i would be into this and i don't know how it came up jungle survivors this guy type it in jungle survivors this guy goes in there like i don't know where he is in the jungle but he's uh he builds like huts and pools and little like houses out of wood. And he makes his own type of like cement with through mud. And, um, it's amazing. And it's the speed you can, it speeds up so you can watch him do it. It doesn't take very long and it is amazing, but it's, it's also a time waster. I mean, uh, I'm glad I know about it and stuff, but it's, it's, you know, you're watching it and you're like, why am I watching this? Um, I guess another one that's really good is a uh, knowledge is not the same as wisdom. Uh, I, I, I love to use this one all the time. Knowledge is knowing wisdom is doing, you know what you're supposed to do, but what are you doing? You know what you need to do to lose weight. It's simple. Eat better and exercise, not hard. That's knowledge. That's knowing what you got to do, but now you got to do it. You just got to do it. And it's not hard to do. It's hard. It's like going to the gym. It's not hard to go to the gym. When you're at the gym, it's not hard to like, you know, not all the people go to the gym. Like, I don't want to do any of this stuff. Once they're the battle of the gym is getting to the gym. How am I going to get to the gym? How am I going to do it? I don't want to drive. I don't want to get in my car and go over there. But once you're there, you're good. You know, I struggled with this, with, uh, with just going out. You know, I had a, a friend that was recently divorced this was a while ago, a friend that was divorced. And he, you know, I, I wasn't really going out that much. And he's like, let's just go out. We got to get out. We got to get out there. And I'm like, eh, I don't really want to go. You're, you're comfortable just at a home watching Netflix. You're comfortable at home watching The Office. You're watching Seinfeld and Friends. Those are my, my main three. Seinfeld, Friends, and um, The Office. Right now, pretty much The Office is what's dominating I mean, I've seen this whole season, like, I don't know how many times, 
but it's so comforting to watch that show. It's such a good show. It's well written. I love the characters. Same with Seinfeld. Friends, too. I mean, they're they're just likable characters, but um, you know, you don't want to go out. You just want to say and do that. You want to say and play game video games. I'm a huge video gamer. Nothing wrong with it, but you know, it's also you got to get out. You know. So this guy would like, once I'm out, I'm good. It's getting out. It's like getting ready. You know, like, I don't really want to go. Some people antisocial. Some people just lazy. Some people just comfortable with where they're at. Just comfort. I'm comfortable. I'm wearing sweatpants right now. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to take a shower. Hey, how about this? I don't want to go outside to get anything to eat. So you're door dashing, you're Uber eating. You're post-mating, you're grub-hubbing. You're not even going outside to get food. Now food's being brought to you, not and not that expensive. The, I would say the average price I pay for those services is about, and the meal's between 10 and $15. So yeah, those meals are probably you know less expensive going to get them there, but you know, depending, that's not that much money, and then the meal's brought to you. You know, if you get a big enough meal, that's two meals right there, so you, you know. It's just, it's so easy to stay in and it's so easy to live in a bubble, you know, but life is meant to be experienced and, you know, just, you got to get outside. You got to get around other people. Well, once you're there and you're yourself, you're good. You're golden. Another one is uh, emotions. Emotions. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be happy, but those negative emotions, don't let them control you. Don't let your negative emotions control what you do. Let them flow through you. Like the emperor said, let the hate flow through you. No, don't do that. But you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, it's normal to feel a certain way. It's normal to feel sad when someone dies. But if someone dying causes you to stay in your house for a year and not go outside, that's a problem. You know, what would that person want for you? They'd want you to go outside. You know, they'd want you to find purpose. They'd want you to like, you know, experience life. Um, yeah, so control. I mean, don't give, don't give up the one thing. The one thing you have is control. Um, be conscious of your choices, your choices. Um, always oh, <laughs> the sad thing is most people don't live at all, you know, um, let's see. Oh, devote your life to a higher purpose, meaning service to others. This guy works at a gas station and he goes, you work at a gas station. He goes, no, I work at a service station. We provide service, you know, and I've had other jobs in the past where, you know, I wasn't really doing that much, but I was providing service to people, you know, selling people cell phones, um, bagging groceries, providing services. These are things that people need, you know. The warrior doesn't give up what they love. The warrior finds the love in what they do. That's a, I love that one. I love that one. I'm going to, I'm going to leave it off on that one. Um, I, you know, everyone has jobs in their life. They have jobs that they're not going to do for the rest of their life. They got jobs that they do while they're in high school, while they're in college. Some of those jobs get dragged on. Some of those people find jobs even after college and they're not really what they want to do. But 
um, you, you eventually find the love in what you do. And let me tell you what I mean by that. What I mean by that is this. I'm a teacher. That's what I like to do. That's, that's my calling. That's what I enjoy doing. That's what I get to do. I mean, that doesn't make it feel like a job. I mean, ideally, if I could do anything, it would be acting. You know, if I could get involved in acting in some way, I would love to do that. And that, cause it wouldn't really feel like a job. It would just be like, I get to do my hobby for a career. Like people that play sports, they're getting to do, live out their dream of doing something they love to do for a living. Um, I love, I also love teaching. It's not like I have, there's one thing. I, if I don't act, I'm not living my dream. I'm still living my dream by teaching, but I wasn't always a teacher. I worked in cell phone stores as sales reps and managers. And I got to, I got to be a teacher, you know, in that, in that sense, it was a trainer. I was training other sales reps about how, you know, the new phones that would come out, the new, new uh, products and services that came out. And I knew everything about them and I enjoyed teaching them. I enjoyed training people. I wanted to be a trainer while I was in cell phones. Eventually, I uh, had an opportunity to do it. Didn't work out. Would have had to live in Boston. May still be in Boston if I was uh, if I got the job, but thank God I didn't because they ended up getting rid of all the trainers. So that was a, that was a good thing. But you know, you can do you know whatever you like to do. You you usually find yourself doing it even if it isn't the job that you have right now. And so the goal, in my opinion is to try to find something that you like to do every day so that you don't wake up and hate going to work. That's the worst feeling in the world. You know, when you had to wake up and go to school, if you hated school, that sucked. If you went to college and you hated all your classes, guess what? You took the wrong classes. Should have changed your major to something else. Uh, You know, specific degrees get certain jobs, but, you know, if you're really good at what you like, what you do, then you'll be really good at it. And if you're really good at it, then you'll get paid enough. You'll get paid enough of, you know, whatever, whatever you need. Um, so that's, that's my, that, those, these are, this is Malik's peaceful warrior episode. Not like the other episodes, very different. Let me know what you think about it. If you'd like to hear more of these type of episodes, um, if you have any ideas for any topics, I'm definitely open to hearing from them in the comments below um, or above. I don't know where that you would leave the comments below. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm going to leave uh, in this, uh, this session with a uh, quote that one of my uh, teachers that was like a Socrates teacher used to say to me at the end of every class, he would always say, remember to be kind. It's the last revolutionary act we have left. Tune in next week. We're going to have another episode of Mr. Malik Presents Solo. Not sure what the topic will be, but it will be good. Guaranteed. Later. Later.